Hey, what's up, beautiful babies? Welcome to another episode of Baocast. I'm Gio. And I'm Bart. And you're going to have to bear with us a little bit. Um, sorry if I'm yelling. I don't know. It's because we have construction happening right outside our door. So thank you so much, COVID, to make shit all awkward and shit. I know. But the good thing is because they're actually doing construction, our house is getting closer to getting done because they took like what, like a six month break? Well, yeah, they had to stop because of COVID. Yeah. So whatever, however long we've been on lockdown. Holy fuck. Can you believe that? Yeah. It feels like I'm still in March. You know what I was thinking? I was like, because of this whole COVID thing, what's kind of crazy is, you know, there's like certain industries that just keep going. Some of yes. them completely shut down, right? Like yep. for example, like the gym industry. Done. We completely shut down. We just found a way as a state to, I guess, pivot, which is to um, have outdoor training. Yes. But real estate, commercial real estate, where the money's really at, they just keep going forward. Like we were watching, like our personal construction would shut down, but we were still seeing bulldozers straight up laying out land and constructing. And I'm like, Damn, like, I think it depends, though, right? Because like if they're building, let's say a hotel, right? Because um, we used to live in Monterey Park. Yeah. And then on is it Atlantic? Yeah. So on Atlantic Boulevard, they're establishing a lot of hotels. And already I thought that area was really, really saturated. Like congested already? Super sad. Yeah, super saturated and congested. And I'm like, why would they want to build hotels here? But that's not here nor there. But that when I drove recently drove by there, that completely stopped. Because I guess they figured like, wait, we're building this for no one to be inside it. Mm. And maybe even permitting, because that's what happened to us. Like yeah, the whole yeah, permitting yeah. stuff, that's all shut down too. So if you need permits to build, you're fucked. So maybe buying land is cheaper because maybe interest rates are cheaper. I don't know what, but um, I don't know if if the real estate's actually booming as hard as you think. I guess just from what I see, like I, I'll see like people constantly still constructing whatever development is continuing with development. But then, yes, you're right. Like there are hotels where they're just like, oh, shoot, I can totally foresee if people don't come in opening this business right now is not a good idea because we're going to have constant costs. Yeah. And I do know that a lot of these like, you know, when they do these contracts, like when you guys buy a house, like you have to go through escrow and they always do this thing called underwriting. Right. Which I never really, really know what the hell it is. Anytime you pull a loan, there's an underwriting. There's like underwriting and there's like all kinds of stuff. What the fuck does he do? What is he writing under? Why don't they do overwriting? Why don't they write on, on top? Yeah. Why don't I don't know. Do it? I want to see it. But whatever they're freaking writing on the bottom, it's like <laughs> six, underneath. Yeah. It's like a whole phone book that you're signing. Yeah. And inside there's all kinds of contingencies. Right. So some of them. What's a contingency? contingency? Contingency is like, okay, if scenario A happens, like let's say uh, if you, if the ice cream falls on your pants, I'll give you new ice cream. If it falls on your shoes, then I might give you half an ice cream. If it falls on the floor, that's your no fault. You don't get so ice cream. Thick. So there's so many things in there. And so some of them, everyone's good at playing this game, which is some of them are like, if you open for business, now you are due these amounts. But if not, which is why a lot of these businesses, they will halt immediately, like get right to that last step because they can be like, oh, shit. Okay. Uh, we're not open for business. So technically I don't have to pay you because that's what it says in our underwriting. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. How do you, well, I don't even know why I'm going to ask you this because I, I think I already know your position on this. No, you don't. How do you feel about, like, I'm not a big fan of loophole shit. Like anytime you find a loophole in something, I always feel like that's like, you're cheating someone out that didn't think about that. Well, what's the def, what's your definition of loophole? That's, um, a, that's that, a very important thing. That right there. Right. Yeah. So like, um, 
purposely halting something because you know if you move to the next step that you're going to have to pay for it but then there's all these other plans and and on the other side they're depending on this stuff because that's what you went into business with right yeah or why you went into business so like you're preventing the first party from you know fulfilling their duties or wishes or getting that money that payment because now you found this loophole of like well if i don't continue construction then i don't have to pay so i'm just gonna halt it and stop it's really hard because um on one side and first of all i also, also want to hear what you have to say but uh, i think it's really hard because i think the people that don't like loopholes they're, they really care about emotions and feelings and intent i think that's that's why that is but the people that don't see it loopholes as a bad thing or don't even see loopholes in general i think they're just upfront and straightforward they're just like well this is what we agreed upon and you can do as much research that you want i told that's you you don't true. have to sign the paper for 30 days that's true you go do what you want to do right so for mine example is way more emotional so the most um the most i guess childish example uh, of this what's your definition of childish juvenile okay. infantile so not immature just elementary like just like fundamental, <laughs> toddlerish, prepubescent. All right, fucking go. Well, you asked me the question. I know, but I I didn't ask follow up questions, and you oh. kept going. Okay, fine. So the most childish would be. Uh, have you heard of the whole like uh, child playground game where like, hey, you want to play a game to see who can hit each other the softest? Just say yes. Yes. Let's shake on it. Shake right. Then you hit me. Don't okay. hit me hard. Okay. And then the other kid goes, wham, I lost. Right? So I lost. And then you're like, hey, well, your intentions are like, we're supposed to go softer and softer. Yeah, follow the fucking rules. Which That's is, what we agreed which upon, is you the, asshole. But he did agree upon I lost. Yeah. I did but, lose. But that's fucked up. Because well, it's you not know, fucked up. It is fucked up. Oh, thanks. You're giving me the floor. I always give you the floor. No, you don't. Uh, it is Well, I take the bed. You get the floor. It is fucked up because that person already knew what the intent was and the intent was to hurt somebody and that's fucked up that's shady that's how i played it but someone else with the same exact proposal could have literally been like touch me and then he goes even softer yeah. so you just don't know it's just so that's what i'm saying like you can only go based off words right you can't go based off emotion it's hard it's impossible to read intent which is why um they got to put everything on the paper but where are you at with what you said that I believe. Because you're like, I think I already know what you, how you believe. You're a fucking, you love loopholes. Because you're not the emotional type at all. You're just like, okay, it didn't stipulate in this contract that if, um, if I halt production, then you're, uh, you know, you and our personal relationship is going to get tarnished. It just says if, if I don't proceed with this, then I don't have to pay and I don't want to pay. So for you, it's very black and white. That's Can I tell why you something? What? You're absolutely wrong. What the fuck? Yep. <laughs> no, you're absolutely wrong. I actually fucking hate loopholes. You're the key. And you know why? So I hate loopholes. You're the fucking. No, no. But ever since I was a kid, I fucking hated loopholes. Because you're like, especially if you grew up in the you're hood. You're a little sneaky snake. If you grew up in the hood or you grew up for the streets, you're like, motherfucker, you know what I meant. I know what you meant. Don't fucking hide, especially, you know, when like the people like, oh, don't touch me. If you touch me, then I'm going to call it self-defense. Don't cross the line. Am I in your face? You know, like that's that to me. It's like, 
motherfucker, you know you're trying to antagonize me. So I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. And when I beat the fuck out of you, it's already because I'm trying to defend myself from your verbal assault. Even though on paper, I'm the first person that threw the punch. But motherfucker, you knew what you're trying to do. You're trying to get me to punch Instigate you. it. So I think when you, if you have, uh, if you grew up from the streets or you came from the hood, you you understand that, right? So you 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 technically hate this whole loophole bullshit. I fucking hate it. But the problem is, Damn is it. that I understand this is how the world operates. And because the world operates on terms, you present one, two, three. I have all the time in the world to see if I like it. I can either counter or I can agree to those terms then that's the way it is, you know? And like, you know, every time when you buy an iPhone or something, there's a freaking entire terms of conditions page. It's up to you. And then later on, like, what, you've been stealing my photos? Well, none of us actually really looked at the fine print to see what it really said, you know? Because technically, you don't even have to have an iPhone or you could have your lawyer look at it and go, oh yeah, they're going to steal your photos, you know? That's true. And then just emotions fade, people change, things evolve, you know? So I think it's, I understand why it's so black and white and stuff, but I'm just saying like the loophole shit. I'm surprised that you don't, you're not about it because you're the king of finding that loophole or asking the questions that lead you towards loopholes, you know? No, I hate it. Cause I'm like, for me, I, I try to, I think I come from simpler times where it's just, it's about honor. Right. So when me and Joe started JK, we don't even need contracts. It's like, this is my homie. I'll die for you. He's my homie. He'll die for me. Let's shake hands. I don't know if that's a simpler time. I think you're just you and him are just very unique people because, like you said, right? But it is simpler because back then, like you that's know, just when you two, warriors didn't have contracts. But that's just you two because everyone else was like before you guys started anything. Everyone in your circle of adults, yeah, they were all like, "Don't do business. Don't mix business with friends because it's gonna fucking ruin the relationship." You know, you two guys are super rare. But that's what I'm saying. We came from simpler times where we came from like the 1200s, like the Mongolian people. Just you two only, because that just that. Yeah. Okay. But we still came from simpler times. It's just everyone else is very, very complex, and they want to have everything listed out. And so it's just really, uh, it's it was just difficult to to see all like all these contingent. I mean, like so. Coming from a very naive and very like um, with childlike boy like wonder, um, it was really off putting to go. Wait, you're telling me when I start a business, I should already have the exit plan in place. So you're telling me I should be planning the death of the business already from that perspective, right? But now as I if get, if you want to see it that way, but now as I get older, I understand why when you are when you start a business and you, if you start with seasoned people. Everyone already has the end figured out. That way, when you get to it, if there ever is a conflict or if someone passes away or if you don't believe in what the company is doing anymore, you don't have to negotiate negotiate in a highly emotional time. You can go, oh, yeah, I remember when we were all calm and we were, when we all were chill about it. This is how we wanted to handle it. And so now I see the value in it. But in the beginning, when we first started, I was like, wait, what? You guys already have the the... Like, it's almost like a prenup. Like, you already had the divorce figured out. But as I get older, I'm like, it actually makes way more sense to figure out how you want the divorce terms versus after someone violated you. Well, yeah, that's just like one clause in the whole contract, right? Because the contract is just there because everyone has different perspectives. Everyone approaches the same idea with emotions or logic or tradition or culture or language 
or just, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's so many differences when coming together for this one thing that I get it, you know? And like, I I was around when, when you guys started JK and there wasn't any contracts and it was really chill because we're all friends. But the older I become, the more I'm like, oh shit, I see myself wanting to do business with different people that I highly respect and I highly value, but I just don't have the same closeness that I've, that I had with you or with Joe or with like anyone else within the JK circle. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh shit, I get it. You know, I get why you want to do this. It's because life changes people like you, like you even said it, right? Like if someone is, is hard up on cash, then their, their whole demeanor changes, their whole outlook, the perspective, the way they're talking, they're stressed, they're, they're on edge, you know, like yeah. the person that you knew is now a different person. So whatever you came into this contract or like this um, decision together, because they're in a different state of mind, they could be approaching it and treating it completely different now. And that might really ruin a relationship. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I see why it's so necessary. I'm just like, I just hate fucking shady people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who likes them, right? But it's also like the people that are like really looking at it. I mean, sometimes there are just straight up shady people. Like they yeah. literally write it into contract, and then like, especially like those uh, perpetuity type of contracts where they hope you don't read it, and just sign it. But then a lot of the times, they're just people that are like, these are they're just straight up. These are the terms, and it's up to you if you want to read it, right? Like my dad, I just had a conversation with my dad, and I was um, pretty much asking him about how he feels if we were to move to Vegas, and he was like, "Oh, what do you want to do it for?" And I'm like, you know, I feel like the businesses that we're into could benefit so much more, and the long-term planning and savings could benefit so much more if we didn't have to pay the extra income tax that California requires, and housing is cheaper. Like, there's all these benefits from uh, moving into Vegas. And then my dad's like, he was like, "Oh," and he's just like taking all that in because that's kind of like almost above what he thinks about, right? Because he, in his in his own mind, he goes, I'm just a simple nine to fiver. I'm retired. I'm relaxing. Everything you're talking about is a complex world that I don't care about. So he brought up, he's That's like, nice. yeah, yeah, he's just in a chill. He just wants to read the newspaper. Every I day. love it. I love it. And then he goes, what a goal. Yeah. And he was like, how do you think uh, Amazon does your taxes? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the Amazon corporation is probably not even headquartered yeah, in the states <laughs> on paper. Yeah, it might not even be Amazon. Mm -mm. It could be like a holding company that owns. It's, yeah, it could be something else. I'm like, and then he's like, how do they do that? I'm like, honestly, Amazon probably pays less taxes than I do. And then uh, my dad is like, like, does that anger you? I'm like, honestly, it doesn't. And then he was like, how can it not? They make freaking bajillion dollars, right? Because I don't even know that number if they even invented it yet. And I'm like, well, to me, I think they just did better in their own due diligence in reading the contract. But that's a loophole well, it's not, not the, fair. Well, it's not loopholey because the government. as much as I pay, motherfucker. <laughs> well, the government wrote the same exact constitution yeah. and laws that we all have access to, right? That's we can true. all dissect it. It's not like the government's constantly changing things to favor. I mean, they they, they also are doing that, but <laughs> but they're not. I like how you cut yourself. But not like That's as sad. frequently as you think, and it's not custom made. Oh, Jeff, I'm gonna write this for Jeff. It's it's like this. You and would then, think, right? And everyone has the same window of time, or a year or two to jump on it and benefit on it, right? So I was explaining to my dad, I'm like, and I'm like, and they just did their better due diligence, maybe hired 20 lawyers to see, hey, how can we avoid this? And one of the examples I explained to my dad, I'm like, yeah, so I went to this one like mastermind thing, set up by my friend, a bunch of uh, millionaires in the fitness space. And I'm like, can you believe this? I'm like, I have a 
so two of the people there, one person, both of them are from Canada. One of them is explaining that in Canada, the taxes are insane. It's like 55%. So even though they make their money here, they do have to pay some of the taxes here, but then they also have to pay some of the taxes over there because there's technically still a Canadian citizen, right? And then they're like, I can't wait to get my passport or to get my uh, citizenship so I can have like the US benefits and stuff, but it's going to take me like five years or whatever, like something like that, like a long time to get all this done, right? The other former Canadian that was there, he is a... probably a nine figure dude. So I'm like, when my other buddy was telling me this, I'm like nodding my head. We're like looking at each other. Yeah, that's Peasantly nodding. Cause head. we're both seven figure dudes with seven figure brains, right? So we can only think so much bouncing our heads around. Yeah. The nine figure dude comes in and he goes, oh, you want to get your passport? Dude, I could get that in 72 hours. And then we were like, what? huh? How does that work? And he goes, well, he pretty much said, he didn't say this part, but he pretty much did, which is everybody knows. Money talking, baby. Well, he goes, everybody oh. knows that the passport, if you look at like all the laws and stuff, it's a, you have to sign these papers in domestic soil with your two feet on the ground. Because he's actually look at, like, I don't know if any of us have actually looked at the legal papers and the constitution, all that stuff, but he's looking at the actual legal papers. So he knows of a service where you fly in the air and since you're in airspace, different set of laws. You are in the air. There's a notary on there that also gives you uh, gives you the application, fills it out, so notarizes. So this happens in the air? There's happens, air laws? It happens in the air. Then you land, I forgot which island he said, you're on a U.S. territories, which still grants you some- Like uh, Guam or something. Some shit like that. You land, they stamp you, and then boom, in 72 hours, you have a passport. The only problem is this entire uh, process Costs uh like five hundred thousand because you have to charter your own jet to to make pretty much make all of this happen. So if you have high, if you have rich friends that has a jet, then you cut out that cost. But the true thing is, it's not really even about the rich friends and the rich people. Wait, don't even tell me what that is yet. Okay, can and, you hold it until after we tell people how to shave our nuts? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to introduce our sponsor. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor, Manscaped. Oh, I yeah. fucking fucking love Manscaped and I use it regularly because when you have your shaved balls and your pubic area, it honestly makes your dick look bigger. It does. It makes it look bigger and also it's I don't presentable. know about Yeah, and I don't know about you guys, but I get like this random like thigh hair like mustache uh like catfish thing. So it's just random hair that like also whiskers. grows. Yeah, like whiskers on my thighs. So I just shave that off too. And it's so easy because they have the cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents and also their skin safe technology. So you can technically shave your nuts while you're drunk and you won't even be worried that you're going to cut yourself with, especially that guard on. Yeah, so I, we don't recommend it, by the way. Don't yeah, do it. I always don't cut, test it. I always cut it with the guard on and I have yet to cut my balls. That, I've never heard you go out ever again. Yeah, with my old one, I used to do it all the time, but I just cut with the guard. And the guard is like a perfect, in my opinion, is perfect because I think sometimes when it's too shaven, it looks weird. Right, like it's all like like my. If you just look like a little boy, and I'm not about it. Yeah, like look, like my nuts look like Steve Harvey. But if I oh, use, head. <laughs> yeah, if I use like the the guard, then it's like a nice five o'clock shadow. Like almost, it is pretty. Sexy. Almost like I like I ride motorcycles and stuff. Yeah, and smoke so, cigarettes. Yeah, so check that out. Uh, check out the Manscaped uh, Perfect Package 3.0 and their new and improved lawnmower. And for our listeners only, you get twenty percent off. Plus free shipping with the code BEAW, B-E-A-W at manscaped.com. 
That's code B-E-A-W, Bell. Get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. All right. I hope you're back with some smooth balls, everybody. I do. It's not <laughs> worth 500000 I'll tell you that much. But so what's even worth more than having the friend that owns the jet that can cut, that cuts the cost down to the people that are looking at it is time. And that's when I, it really hit me. And time I'm like, time is money for sure. Well, time is money, but knowledge is power. The f- Did you not watch fucking Game of Thrones? Power is power. No, knowledge is power. If you, if, because we all I have like the episode. same documents that we can go online or go to the, you know, we can all access the same documents, but I'm not reading it from the same way that another person is reading it because they're, they have the tools and went to the school. You right. Know? Yeah. You don't even know what's you. You're not creative enough because you don't even know what you're capable. Yeah, of. Yeah. Because like people usually go, how long does it take to get a passport? And I'll be like, great. Citizenship first from citizenship. You get a passport. OK, five years or whatever. Most people stop there and go, OK, five years. And then they go and tell their friends, hey, guys, it's going to take five years. The person with extra knowledge is like, well, why? And what are the specific terms that it takes five years? What if I was in airspace? What if I'm on the sea? Or what if, you know, like they start thinking about other, what if I'm in the embassy? Because I know embassies actually technically are their own like almost sovereign like place. So what if I was at the Italian embassy on U.S. soil? What does that count? You know, and they start thinking about these things that most people aren't thinking so then, about. Wait, are we talking about loopholes again? Exactly. So I'm tying back to that where oh. is where the That's people the people the people that are really thinking and ha- are equipped with the knowledge, I don't think they're seeing it as loopholes because they're going, you wrote the rules, motherfucker. I'm just playing by them. You know? So like That's my childhood true. from the streets part is like, motherfucker, but you know what you're trying to do, bitch. But then the other side of me that is starting to But that's to get, not even shady. It's not exactly. So They're like, just going like, how can I get it faster? Because this just sounds convoluted. This sounds too crazy. Yeah. Let me just exercise other options. Yeah. And that's literally how the greatest entrepreneurs of every t- of our time, like Elon is literally looking at, okay, uh, you want to run on gas? Well, I'm going to do battery. And in every single company, Ford, Toyota is like, we tried it. It doesn't work. It's may cost too much money to make batteries. And he goes, well, you guys haven't thought of it this way. So literally, it's everyone's looking at each other's documents. And it's how smart you are to be able to dissect and go, here's another complete angle uh, that no one's looking at. And is that loophole? Like, is it? I I guess not. Somehow you you, within... 20 something minutes of this conversation, I started off going, I've heard loopholes. And now I'm going, oh shit, that's a really good loophole. Shit, I want to think that way now. Yeah. And then now, if I like, your think, mom is good at that. And if I think a little bit more about it, you know, that most people, the first go to is, oh, then you, you must get obtain a, a, a law degree, right? Because who the hell understands that stupid ass jargon? I don't they even do understand. They do it like that on purpose, by the way. Yeah, but like, so I don't even understand it. No one understands it. So I'm like, I guess the only way I can find these loopholes is if... Um, you get a law degree. Yes. But how many entrepreneurs and 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 people that take advantage of, loop, of these loopholes, how many of them are actually lawyers? None. They're it's, the ones that are good at finding the people. They're the ones, exactly. It's the creative motherfuckers that are like, wait a second. And they go, hey, you lawyer, come here. And they hire the lawyer. Yeah, why do they go, need to do look it? Look at this thing. You hire and the look people. at it. I know you always look at it from this lens. Let me put on these new glasses for you. Uh, I'm trying to invite, uh, invent an electric car. Now you look, you know, and it's like, wow. Yeah. Fine, knowledge is power. You win again. What the fuck? You keep changing my mind on all this. Why stuff. you don't think knowledge is power? 
No, no. I just was trying to quote Game of Thrones because I still miss it. But no, knowledge for sure is power. For sure. You know? Um, but yeah, like that, those are some good loopholes to have. What are loopholes to have? The ones that you're not trying to be shady with anyone. It's more like, well, I just want to expedite some shit. Like you're not trying to fuck anyone over. You know, when I was initially bringing up the loophole part of it, it, it was that someone is getting fucked over. But in that scenario, who's getting fucked over? Nobody. Yeah. You're just finding a shorter line. You're not even cutting anyone in line. You're just you're just like, oh, that line right there is shorter. I'm just going to go there. Yeah, because that's even how I was viewing our gym, like when our, our gym got shut down, right? Like our gym, our, it's like a warehouse style hardcore gym got shut down. And then all of a sudden they're like, OK, outdoor training is cool. Um, and with canopies are cool. So to me, I'm like, okay, well, canopy pretty much covers. So if 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 an if a three dimensional space has six sides, to, if if you think of it as a cube, right? So like one, two, three, four, all around, top and bottom, six sides. Once you put a canopy, out of these six sides, two of them are gone, the top and the bottom. So now you have four sides that are quote unquote open, right? And so does that mean the canopy has to be in a square? Or can the canopy be in a long rectangle? Because I've also seen canopies, especially when you buy Christmas trees, they're long rectangles, right? And then so it says that you can do long rectangles. I'm like, cool. If you can do long rectangles, what if the flaps on the long sides are down? That's still cool because it's still air going through and still considered being outdoors. And the flaps gone. The, 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 the long side flaps down, the other two flaps up. So that makes me go, hmm, that looks awfully like our gym. Our gym is a long rectangle. And the front gate is huge. The back gate is huge. And there's air blowing through. Isn't technically our gym just a concrete canopy? What's well, a tunnel? Or a tunnel, right? And so what is your definition, uh, Mr. Los Angeles or Mr. California, of a canopy or outdoor training? And now I'm hearing this new term of like open air, open air salon, open air barber. Where like people are like, yo, my structure isn't like this short seven, eight foot thing. It's actually huge. We get a lot of ventilation. Technically, I get more ventilation on the inside than I do on the outside. So me, myself, I'm trying to understand all these things so that I can also play by. I want to play by the rules. Like I, what, if you tell me the line is here, as a business owner that is responsible for my staff, I'm trying to p play as close to the edge as possible, right? Like. If you tell me the three-point line is here in a basketball court, what's the point of shooting at the half court if you're going to be less accurate? Everyone's trying to pull up to the line and shoot because their chances of winning are higher. Same thing with me. So I'm like, okay, cool. If you tell me this is what you considered outdoor, then I'm going to push the limits on what outdoor is. But, you know, there's just not that much clarity on there. So right now I'm still I'm, – every time I'm dancing on – the side of the line i'm always going to dance on the safer side yeah but i've been like researching like crazy and it's just hard to find um what really is outdoor or open air training yeah it's also tough as a leader right because like you said you're trying to feed your staff yeah and any wrong move that you sorry i moved it because your elbow was about to knock it over um talking about his water cup cup of water uh but yeah so because you're trying to feed your staff and you're trying to ensure that you know we stay open or we don't have any ramifications from the state or the city that you kind of have to play it safe. But I know when it comes to just you and I, just us two, or just you by yourself, you're like, fuck it, I'm gonna ride the line. Let me see how far I can take this bitch. That's why even as a freaking adolescent, your ass was fucking 
doing donuts on the fucking, I don't know, high school football field. Because you're like, hey, it's open. They didn't say I can't do it. Yeah, I think for me, like I always have uh, kind of like pros and cons. Like I always gauge pros and cons. And when it comes to business, there's way more pros and cons. You know, I'm like, who, okay, who has to gain, who has to lose? And then, then unfortunately, I have a heart, so my heart comes in. And then I'm like, okay, cool. You mean I, unfortunately, I, that's fortunately, because you got to connect with me. Well, I'll never be able to be like Jeff Bezos or any of the tough entrepreneurs who just are way more cutthroat. Those guys are like, hey, I'm so sorry, but you got to you got to <laughs> shit in a bucket, homie. You know, <laughs> I was gonna say the it's like same our thing. goal is to make fucking 200 deliveries a day or whatever. So uh, if you need I, to shit in a bucket, go shit in a bucket. I'm fucking weird. I'm a really weird person. But when I was working in in extreme conditions Sports? like that. Oh. Like that, yeah. Because I, I, I had a bank job in a college, and it was like that. It was like you just fucking work it the fuck out, and let's go ham. I really liked it. I liked it too. I think that's why I still like gravitate towards a lot of like military and tactical stuff, and I think that's why like I push myself so hard in my training and stuff. I think there's <clears throat> something, uh, there's something about like redlining yourself. And asking yourself what you're capable of that has like this reward in it and, and it makes you feel like you're alive. You're alive and you and you've done something correct and you've maximized your potential. I love it. I like feeling an immense amount of stress yeah. and then overcoming it. Yeah, yeah, same. I like it. Control challenges is yes. what I call it. Yes. Um, we did that a lot in the beginning of the JK days. We had to be super resourceful. We were super broke. There was minimal staff. There was just four of us. And I really, really enjoyed it because it was just like, what the fuck are you capable of today? Are you going to cry like a little bitch or are you going to fucking nail this shit and it's going to be dope as fuck? And then once it's completed and you nailed it, you can sit back and you can almost kind of cry because you're like, holy fuck, I can't believe I just made that shit happen. Yeah, like small. I like I like small units. Small like now doing business for so long. I'm like, there's some there's beauty to like these small units that can pivot and move around. And uh, and if everyone's a killer, you're going to have a killer team. Ooh, yeah. you're like revving my engine right now. Well, how am I, how, how am I revving your engine? Because <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like, I like a very vicious, grimy, scrappy team. You know, and I think I think we have that team. Yeah. Everyone's really scrappy. Everyone's really down to get down and dirty. Everyone is like, fuck it. Let's do it. And if you guys know me, you guys know that that's my motto. I need to get that shit tatted on me somewhere. Fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. I just like it so much. What was the other one that I kept writing on my, I kept writing. Oh, you, you taught it to me and I kept I writing. I taught it to you? Yeah. Cause you learned it. Oh, stick to the program. Oh, oh run yeah. the program. Run the program. Yeah. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. I, uh, because I've been doing business for so long too, there's times where I can get caught up in my feelings and I'm just like, fuck man, this is. What the fuck? I just want to like spend time with my kid. But then when like like this conversation of like controlled stress and challenges, yeah. And challenges, I'm like, oh fuck. What's the next thing I can fucking do? So yeah. I get stressed the fuck out. <laughs> On purpose. <laughs> yeah, like oh, it's good stress. Easy. It's the stress that you want, you know? Give Taika a couple of uh, uncapped markers and tell him running around. No, that's not the stress that I want. <laughs> I want the one where it's like it's basically a game, you know, like I'm an athlete at heart. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. anything that there's a scoreboard and I get to know how I'm doing and I get to see the results, like might not be immediate, but at least I'm getting some sort of feedback, whether that's cu new customers or we're 
a launch failed or a launch succeeded or staff loves you or staff hates you. Like that's a scoreboard. That's one thing that makes me not like loss. <laughs> okay, wait, you're making me sweat. So I'm happy we're introducing our next sponsor. All right. <laughs> all right. And now our next sponsor, Native. I'm so happy to be working with Native because they have been one of the best smelling deodorants that I have ever used. Um, unfortunately, I have pretty bad body oil. More than, than Bart, which makes me really sad, but I'm happy to be working with Native because they have um, 10 scents, including rotating seasonal scents. Ooh. And they have vanilla, lavender is actually my personal favorite, and rose, cucumber, and those are just to name a few. What I love about Native is that they actually use ingredients that I know. So I'm like constantly looking at what I consume, right? Like I'm looking at the nutrition facts. I'm looking at the label. I'm trying to see what it is that I'm putting in my body. So why wouldn't I do the same with the deodorant? Yeah. Well, I'm glad that Native exists because they use ingredients, like I said, that I've heard of, like coconut oil, shea butter, uh, and tapioca starch. Like we've all heard of that, right? Just normal things rather than a bunch of exactly and my favorite part they never tested on animals they also don't include aluminum which is something that i learned after using native because an aluminum forms a plug in your sweat glands that keeps you from sweating that's why native user na never uses ingredients like aluminum parabens uh sulfates or talc also just, if you have aluminum in your armpits you're gonna set off the metal detector yeah and then you just can't go yeah, you can't go into a microwave. There's just so many, so many bad. It's dangerous, yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm just kidding, you guys. Um, but yeah, I love it. It smells really good. It works really well. All ingredients that we've heard of that doesn't test on animals. And for everyone listening right now, do yourself a favor. Do what I did. Make the switch to Native today by going to native.com. Sorry. Make the switch by going to nativedo.com slash bear or... Pretty simple. Just use promo code BEAW, B-E-A-W, at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash BEAW or use promo code BEAR at checkout for 20% off your first order. All right. Thanks to Native. I'm covered. Hell yeah. So now, why are you? What's up with these? Why I don't like laws? Yes. So like um, what I love about sports is the same thing that I love about military and these two are the only occupations that I don't think operate in accordance to the way the rest of um, the society and oh. the world operates. Yeah. So like we've heard, I mean, we've all heard the stories of like Kobe, rest in peace, after games, um, if he doesn't do well, he's literally shooting 1,000 free throws until 2 a.m., right? Right after the game, yep. Um, and for him, he or like Jordan, you know, if we didn't do good, our two-hour practices, guess what? They're three-hour practices or four-hour, five-hour practices. It's whatever it takes to get the job done. Same thing in the military, especially the Marine Corps. Um, number, like goal number one is mission accomplishment. So if you can do the same job an hour, kudos to you. Go fucking chill. If it's going to take 24 hours, 48 hours, well, guess what? That's what you have to do. The problem is uh, a lot of the what I realize a lot of the leadership that I learned in the military that I can't really just apply to civilian life is you can't you don't have those rules. You know, I, I can't go, oh, the gym's not clean. Well, I'll come back at 5 a.m. tomorrow. Better be clean. Then they're going to be like, well, you better be paying me every single hour, well, motherfucker. And then sense. I'm like, oh, shit, I never thought about it like that because I'm not used to that. For me, I'm used to you clean this thing and you got 12 hours. I'm coming back, you know, and you got to get it done. Yeah, it makes sense because unfortunately some people 
just take advantage of that, you know, which is true. Um, but you can also, I mean, at least California, it's an at will state. So you could bounce whenever the fuck you want. You go, fuck that. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm not, I don't want this job. I don't need this job that bad, you know? So that's kind of like, uh, I guess that's a, that's, I, that's a part of California. that's kind of weird too. It's not only is it at will state, but also has like these laws that are like, you have to pay by the hour, but how could not all jobs are broken down by the hour or by, you know, like different skills. It's like, it's imagine like you get paid by the hour for, um, sports. That'd be so weird. You know, like they negotiate your contract for the year, but they don't go like, okay, Kobe, you're going to get paid a thousand dollars an hour. And and then you go play and up oh, and you didn't pay a thousand. Uh, so you get paid less. No, they get negotiated the, they just get negotiated contract. Why is it weird to you? Because it has nothing to do with accomplishing a mission. You know what I mean? Like missions can be an hour. It can be a whole month. It could be whatever. Like that's so like uh, being paid by an hour is just it's almost like just 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 go be a placeholder and hold yeah, but that not off. every industry pays you by the hour. That's what salaries are for. Yeah, but for most part, like, you know, like a lot of the majority of way people are getting paid are by the hour. I mean, I don't know. I don't have statistics in front of me, but there are those two. Like the entry level jobs, depends. entry level jobs where that are 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 what most people gauge like a lot of unemployment off of how, how easy it is to get into a workforce. Starbucks. Maybe um, because there's high turnover. Maybe that's that maybe. Could be the reason. But I know that it's it's not like that across the board. But I, I personally don't like it on both ends because on one end, I feel like um, it's really hard to uh, to count on someone to finish a mission and on the other end i feel like it's it's uh i don't i don't have the sense of ownership of like yeah i gotta finish that it's more like oh oh you want me to do that well guess what i only got two hours so um, i'm not really attached to this yeah mission at all anyways yeah i guess i can see both sides i can see yours right because now there's a lot of ownership there's more pride there's like a team mentality like you're only as strong as your weakest link like i get that but then on the other front, I understand it because now as an employee, if your employer is shitty, they're not good with time management. They're not good with project management. They're not good at setting goals. It's like you're going to get fucked over because when a, are you going to really complete that mission? So yeah, I think but it you really got the does. At will state. So that's what I'm saying where it's like you can just bounce. You can just bounce. Yeah. So if it's, but what if, a waste it's of fucking so time. if it's not an at will state. um, Oh, yeah. Charged by the hour for sure, because we got to protect people, you know. But if it's an at will state where you can go anytime you want then to me i'm like make it as fucking hard as possible like you know like like uh navy seals right when they're when they're doing hell week and they're trying you out it's fucking hard but guess what the bell's right there you can ring it anytime you want and the minute you ring it you get hot coffee and donuts if you want to stay here and keep drowning in the shore break at 50 degree water that's your choice. And I love that. I love that. You're like, I'm going to make it fucking hard. And this is what, this is the type of people we're trying to cultivate. But you could bounce anytime you want. Yeah. I mean, I think you can do that. But still. if it's not at will and you can't just ring a bell, then you better tell them every hour at the short break, I'm paying you a hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, I think you can do that. Like that's the luxury that you have as a business owner where you can already set the standard. That would be what people call your company culture. You can't. That part, you can't. You can. I mean, you just have to follow the rules and the laws because they exist because other people have taken advantage of it. But you can still pay salary. You just have to make sure that it's just everything's done legally. And, and 
you know, you're allowing for people to have work-life balance or maybe not. That yeah. could be your culture where it's like you can tell them off the bat, hey, which means you might not have work-life balance either, but hey, it's not work-life balance here. It's going to be really stringent. We're going to be this hard. This is what we expect out of you. And at that point, they can go yes or no. And then, I mean, who knows how long your business will last? It could flourish and be fucking the next Amazon or it can fail and they're going to call you a fucking tyrant or whatever. Yeah. No, I'm not even talking about even having employees. I'm just talking about I don't think that machine even works for one person. So like, you know, like I agree. Every entrepreneur that has ever built a business, right? They did not pay themselves by an hour because if they, they did, didn't even pay themselves, exactly. <laughs> it's the mission first, right? If they paid themselves according to like every entrepreneur is technically illegal from the start, because if I started like, let's say uh, a painting company, the minute that even though I am my own entity, the minute that I start painting, paying, painting, I need to start paying myself that hourly wage. But most people that start businesses, photography, whatever, you name it, they don't pay themselves. So technically, they're already make, uh, creating an illegal act. But what drives them is the mission, right? They I don't want think they are because I think the rules are established. If you're the owner, it's already different. Uh, I don't think so. Oh. People sue themselves. That doesn't even make sense. It does make sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense in layman's terms. But people like I can create Bart Kwan LLC. And I'll be Barquan, and Barquan could take Barquan LLC to court. Barquan LLC can also fire Barquan. But why would Barquan take Bart LLC to court? I don't know, but it's possible. All right, I'm confused. That's what I'm saying. the The laws that are put in place are fucking cuckoo, and it's it's just not conducive to like uh, building a strong, like mission driven culture. You know. That's just what I, that's what I think. What do you mean? There's a bunch of businesses that have super crazy dope culture. Probably. What do you mean probably? For sure. What are you talking about? But not the way that I see in sports and in the military. Even in sports, they don't give a fuck. It's rare to have a Kobe that just plays for one team his whole time. It's rare for a Michael Jordan to just play for but one team. The, the, and he even didn't do that. I, I'm not talking about the, the same team. Go ahead and quit. Go around all the teams. But I'm saying that type of mentality of like, uh-uh, when we land, guess what? We're going to get to work. They don't go, we're going to get to work so we can get paid more. Let's just get to work so we can get better. You know, that is what I like. Well, yeah, I guess it just depends on what their mission is. Because I don't right? think people are going, you know what? When I land, I'm going to I'm gonna get to work because I'm going to program way better for Google. Well, it's different. The minute they start programming, no, they go, Google, you better be paying me per hour. Not necessarily because everyone has a different state, a, a different mission, right? Whereas Kobe, his mission was probably to be the greatest of all time. Yeah. So that's why he didn't care if the, how the pay was going to be. And sports but, allows them to do that. Right. It's an because, industry that allows you. he wanted to be in that industry to yeah. be that for that industry, right? Yeah. Whereas other people that might be getting into the sport, they might be naturally gifted and they might have a lot of love for it. But they're like, I want to be the richest fucking basketball player of all time. And that's okay, too. So for them, they might be going into it saying, hey, motherfucker, I better get paid for everything that I'm doing here because I'm trying to I'm trying to ball the fuck out. So I think it really does depend on on the individual's why, you know, whereas for you, your why is more of like, a, uh, what is your why? My why? Yeah. Is it to just uh, accomplish the goal? And for you, it's not money. For me, it's uh, do dope shit. No pussies allowed. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my why. even isn't it so interesting that like 
you can say that statement, right? And for you, you have I don't even this, know if I can say that statement, to be honest. Fine. You, I mean, you just said the statement. So, yeah. So, so you see this statement and your definition of a pussy might be a completely different definition of someone that's lived through fucking war, has killed people, has done a bunch of crazy shit for their country or for whatever the cause may be. And they're going, wait, that's what your definition of a pussy is? That's pretty pussy shit, you know? And you know what's beautiful about that? It's so that? interesting. You know what's beautiful about that? Mm. I'm always striving for the next level up. So whatever I think uh, is being a pussy, the minute I accomplish that, I look at the next person because that's my 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 Your core gauge. culture. Mm. My core culture, my work culture for myself is, okay, I'm at this level. What's the next person that would call me a pussy? And I strive to be that. Mm. Yeah. That's really cool. But then that's hard to do for like... Um, you know, I've talked to a lot of other entrepreneurs and stuff. And like if you own like, let's say, a company A and you're like a marketing firm, you can't be like, hey, you see that other company? They work 60 hours a week. All the employees and be like, so? You're like, God damn, it didn't work. You know, you can't, you can't do that. You, you can only do that with yourself. Right. But that's why I'm saying sports and military. That's what I love because you that's literally it's part of the job to do that. You go. Oh, fuck. You see what the North Koreans are doing now? They're fucking smashing bricks on their head to get stronger. We're doing that now. You know, it's like you can actually the whole point of competition is to produce better staff, results. And better results. Yeah. And that's that's what you do. You know, yeah. like Lakers get a whiff of what the Golden State Warriors are doing. Oh, shit. They're trying to do that. They're trying to do strength and conditioning. Better elevate. Oh, we better start doing strength and conditioning. And it's work related. And in the in the labor force, quote unquote, that's adding more skills and more things to your job, but yeah, now you're gonna do your job better. But in the regular workforce, you can't, you can't really, you can't be like, oh, you see what what, the, what those guys are now? Those guys are bagging a thousand groceries an hour. I think you can. And then you're like, so you I better you pay can. me for those thousand groceries. No, I think you can. I think you can do that if you're a good leader. I think that you're gonna understand who your staff is individually. You're gonna understand what their goals are individually. Then as a collective, you as a leader establish what the collective goal is of this company or the mission or whatever it is that you're trying to pursue. And your your number one goal is to inspire and motivate and make sure that you have the right team and they believe in you. Then why do so many people hit on Amazon for having people shit in buckets? Because he's not a good he's not a good leader. So you're saying if he just talked right. People wouldn't be so mad about shitting buckets. Um, I mean, maybe if he talked right, he'd understand that shitting in a bucket is not good and he might want to figure out maybe his thing isn't even to care about people. So for him, well, he's not a good leader when it comes to people, but he could me, be good, I don't know, for making a lot of money. To me, I think shitting buckets is a good thing because I'm like, no pussy shit. Like, you've been you're so fucking entitled to shitting in the toilet. Come on, man. You don't always got to shit in the toilet, shit in buckets sometimes. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? everyone's different. So I'm like, I'm like, damn. And I'm Jeff glad Be there's a, there's laws. Because I'm like, I'm like Jeff Bezos, is nice. He lets you shit in a bucket. I'm like, five years later, if he wants to step it up or not, you better start shitting in your hand and just throwing out the window. That's weird. I don't know. That's so. I'm just so happy that laws exist. <laughs> <laughs> and I am so sad that laws exist. I'm so happy. I, I I truly, I truly, truly love being a human being. And I truly love seeing what humans are freaking capable of. Yeah. And the people that excel, that inspire people are all criminals. Because like they break the Michael rules. Michael Phelps, Michael Jordan, Gandhi. Criminals in what way? Steve Define criminal. Jobs. 
Like every single law that has been created, they had to have shattered in order to do it. You know, the free solo guy, there's, you just have to like. What laws are you talking about? I'm sure like, uh, like there's like, there's labor laws. There's just all kinds of laws out there. You know what I mean? I think so. Like there's, there's tons of laws and uh, like skate, skate, skateboarding, for example, number one thing. Right, skateboarding. You're not supposed to do it. You're already not supposed to do it. There's like everywhere that they shoot a skate video is already illegal. Like there's signs everywhere. You can't skate on this city yeah. property. That's what I mean the, by you're not supposed to do it. Yeah, you're not supposed to do it, right? So it's already not everywhere. But by nature of that sport, you're supposed to be breaking the law. So technically, every single skater is a criminal. And but because of that, because by nature it's already built into the culture, that's why we see some of the most outstanding shit, like fucking nine hundred spins, you know, like you just like Rodney Mullen, you just see some of the craziest shit because it's built into the culture. Yeah. So I like I actually like having no rules and see what that produces from out of people because it's it's really inspiring to me. Yeah. I actually, so when you talk about criminals, all you're talking about is no, they're not really breaking the law because there is no real Laws being broken because they're not really hurting anyone. What you're talking about is they're just thinking outside of the box. No, they're oh, breaking actual laws. Okay, well, in skateboarding, I guess they are, right? Because they could be fine because there are shit that's posted. But someone like Michael Phelps, he's not breaking any sort of law. Therefore, he's not a he's not a criminal. But you're just saying that they're just playing the they're just playing the game by their own rules. Or like you know, Kobe shooting the extra like four hours of yeah, free he's throws. Not a criminal. Is he building the Lakers? Is so that works. So that that's unpaid work. I mean, if that's what the terms are that he agreed on, you know, we don't know that. It's so unpaid, I'm just, it's unpaid I'm just trying to understand your vocabulary. So you don't really mean criminals. You just mean that they're just doing things unconventionally. I'm not saying they're rascals. But that's what a criminal is. We got to use the right words. Criminal you know, so is someone that broke, the, that broke the law. And they all all lawbreakers. All I'm saying, Put them in so jail. I'm just saying. I'm a criminal too. Put I'm me saying, in jail. I'm just saying that I'm wording it way more softly. I see. That's all I'm saying. It's just they're unconventional thinkers. And that's that's what made Apple Apple, right? Like they they thought outside they thought outside of the box. Steve like think Jobs, different. Steve you know, Jobs that's their- and Steve Wozniak built the first Apple computer in a garage. I guarantee you that is not an ADA approved facility. I guarantee you they didn't have the proper I know, but they're not criminals. They didn't have a saying. proper You're HVAC, focusing on the wrong which thing. Which is heat ventilation, air conditioning in that garage. <sighs> So what I'm saying that's criminal activity. Fine, but you're focusing on the wrong thing. That's already criminal activity. All I'm saying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to progress the conversation. Okay, so what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? All I'm saying is that being an unconventional thinker has a lot of reward. Yeah, crime pays. Everyone knows. Oh that. my god, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I fucking hate. They're you. They're not the criminal like like the traditional like I rob a house criminal, but do they break laws? Oh yeah. Oh, everyone breaks a law. Oh, yeah. As soon as you're speeding, you're breaking a law. We're not all criminals. Oh, now you put it that way. We are all criminals. Okay, fine. We're all fucking criminals. Are you happy, motherfucker? No, because I wish we weren't. You weren't a criminal? I wish. So the <sighs> more that you know how hard it is, it, the more laws there are, the easier it is to be a criminal because there's so many lines. But if we had no laws, we would none of us would be criminals. That's deep. Huh? That's a fortune cookie right there. Yeah, if we fucking know how deep fortune That should be a fortune are. cookie they pass out in jail. If there were no laws, you wouldn't be a criminal. And that's not like, even deep. And they're like, oh, that's shit. That's just, that's fucking no duh. 
<laughs> Damn, is that the name of the fortune cookie company? <laughs> no duh. No. You gotta buy some no duh fortune. <laughs> oh, that'd be actually a good product. No duh fortune cookies, and everything is like, like the sky is blue. Like, <laughs> it's duh. all common sense. Shit. No duh. You're breathing in and out as you breathe as you read this right now. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Anyway, what? Anyway, let's just fucking wrap this up because you're giving me a migraine. Okay. <sighs> We're all criminals is all we've learned from this fucking podcast. Yeah, but if anything, I hope that you've learned that when you think differently, you have the upper hand, honestly. Because now it's like, who is there that's going to compete with you? I think that's how great businesses are built is when you can think differently and when you think unconventionally. That's that's why, like, look at all the stuff that's like fucking balling out of control. Like all the shit that's just super mega successful. They're very unique ideas because they had a wild fucking idea and I guess to you, they were criminals and they broke a lot of rules <laughs> and that's what caused them to be successful, you know? So if you guys can think about something in a very unconventional way, maybe it's it's worth pursuing and it's worth yeah. building on. There's a guy named Jeff out there that was like, let's shit in buckets and I'll become a trillionaire. That's exactly what he thought. And bam. I can't believe no one else thought of that. You're driving me crazy. UPS didn't even think of that and their uniform's brown. You're stupid. <laughs> all right tell me how tell me let's wrap this up tell me about your smooth balls and what people can get oh shit all right you know what i'll tell you Hell yeah, thank if you. you're looking for some smooth balls thank you to our sponsor manscape you guys are gonna get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code bell b-e-a-w at manscape.com again that's 20 percent off and free shipping at manscape.com use code bail b-e-a-w and don't sweat it anymore guys uh, let's just say thanks to our following sponsor, Native. Do what I did and make the switch to Native today by going to nativedio.com slash bail or use promo code bail at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedio.com slash bail or use promo code bail at checkout for 20% off your first order. And don't forget to check out barbellbrigade.com for this month. We have a really fun game we want to play with you guys, and it's called the Golden Ticket. There will be three random golden tickets that we'll be putting in orders for the month of September, starting with uh, starting on September 9th. And each one is a gift card worth $500. So Barbell Brigade is giving away $1,500. And so happy shopping, y'all. Bye. Bye.